So we're all old as fuck, and Mia Khalifa is younger than us, but we have all seen her asshole. Y'all are older. Y'all are old as fuck. Mother mom and dad, this is Mia, Mia, this is my mom and dad. Now, now show her them titties. Are you getting our, our, our <laughs> levels? Yes. And everybody is good. Have we uh, typed up the uh, thing? I don't think we have. Wednesday, my dudes, and yeah. welcome to Momento Morons. <laughs> Joining us today is our editor, and for some reason, the most ridiculous man in the world who can continue to smile through hell, Benjamin Bain. I'm just doing what I can, just fucking around and trying to have some fun in the process. Meanwhile, a man who would also go through hell, but honestly would make every terrible joke about it, Matthew. I'd be like, yo, what are y'all playing my mixtape in here? I'd <laughs> be like, here's a pitchfork in your penis. Oh well, no, if I go to hell, I know I'm getting like spiders. Like that's total, because I hate spiders and I already know that shit's fucking. And then we got the shit starter from literally nowhere, Texas, Jace. Evening, bitches. <laughs> Jace, well, the helpful place. Have me too, but you know, I'm just Dalton, and that's why I'm here. Anyway, we have some topics today. Uh, well, it's just one topic and some stuff about the topic. We're going to be talking about our favorite television shows, drama, comedy, and cartoon. Anyone <laughs> like to uh, start that one off? Well, I I think like for me. I took five years of high school. I took fucking every every smart, like math, geometry, everything. I took three fucking times because it didn't interest me. I can remember movie quotes, fucking song lyrics, because that's that's what gets my interest, man. So like, I can always talk about this shit because I think, especially with our group and us being nerds, you already have these lists in your brain at all times when ready. If this topic ever gets brought up you know like oh what's your favorite bands like oh you, uh, system of a down mars volta like steam power draft boom next i actually had had to uh think about what songs or like what's um, tv shows i actually like i was like i watch the same three te television shows on repeat See, but even <laughs> then that becomes a comfort show because like <laughs> all right i'll start since we're just gonna start drama my top three shows and I, I only do this because they captivated me. They made me either just I had to finish it and see what was going to happen next. Or I was jumping on my couch yelling at the TV. And that's Breaking Bad, 
Which I even have a little tattoo of Heisenberg on my wrist because I bought the $200 Blu-ray barrel of that shit and it comes in a methylamine barrel and it looks badass. Fuck yes. Game of Thrones, even though it did end kind of shitty, they're still one of the best episodes in the final season. But that shit, that, that show was so intense that that was one of the times my wife let me smoke a cigarette inside. Because the Red Wedding happened, and I was like, I gotta know what happens next, but I need to smoke. She's like, just sit down, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and nice. then the last one kind of was, it caught me by surprise, but Shameless. I yes. fucking fell in love with Shameless, dude. I, it, it's such a train, wet, train wreck that, like, you can't look away from. There's literally no fucking boundaries in that show, man. And yeah, I just remember her from uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. But I'm probably no, gonna go actually. Oh come on! God fucking son of a bitch! Fucking stupid piece of shit! Fucking ah, ah, fucking damn it! What happened? The stupid uh, recording thing screwed up and started playing something uh, right in the middle of it. It was the last 20 seconds. Um, so when I was talking about Christine Daae, basically. Yeah, that's that's my bad. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, well, we can just play that in that we had a uh, technical difficulty there for a second, guys. <laughs> I apologize. I don't know what happened. But, uh, yeah, no. So, yeah, 2004's uh, Phantom of the Opera. Great show, great movie. Loved it. Gerard Butler is a great voice. Fuck yes. Agreed. And that's that's kind of one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite movies, actually. I watch that shit, like, religiously. But we're not doing movies oh, look, now. Oh, ass. <laughs> Your ass. Selling is for heroin. Ass. Selling is for heroin. <laughs> In any case, um, I don't remember where we were. Fiona, you, we were talking how, uh... You, you had Phantom of the Opera, and then what else? You were talking about Gerard Butler being on there, but then, then I just think of Amazing Les Miserables. That was, um, Hugh Jackman. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Ger Gerard Butler was in there, too, man. Uh, Hugh Jackman was also in there, too. There was a lot of people in there. I've never watched it, so I don't know. We watched it because, like, I don't really care for too many musicals. I fucking love Sweeney Todd till I die. Great. Uh, Rocky Rocky Horror Picture Show is fucking wonderful. And shit, me and me and Devin even fucking bought Cats and watched it, which was kind of a headache, but it wasn't bad, I guess. Maybe it needs a rewatch. But we decided to check out Les Mis, and uh, we were like laying on the couch. And, you know, he's singing or whatever, but she just starts busting out laughing. And I'm like, what? Because, like, he keeps doing this, like, ooh. But, like, <laughs> how she saw it was he kept trying to go for the straw in the cup. <laughs> so he was, <laughs> dude, she, she could not stop laughing, bro. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Amazing. But anyway, TV shows. God damn yeah, what's y'all's favorite shows? Because mine's Breaking Bad, Shameless, and motherfucking Game of Thrones, and I'll fight anyone. One of my favorite TV shows, literally, it doesn't even matter. It just It's Letterkenny at all times. Yes. I've watched, yes. Yeah, it would be background. comedy, though. 
Yeah, it I would. get you. I it can, it can cross, but that's. But out of out of like the drama stuff, like I don't watch a lot of drama shows. Like I I watched like the only drama thing I really have done or watched it was um, God damn it, Death Note. It's like the only dramatic thing that I've really ever watched. I know Death Note is fire, but that's a whole another book. Yeah, I know, but still, uh, it's like, I haven't really sat there and watched a lot of drama stuff. Because some people, really some people don't watch TV, TV a lot, and honestly, like I love All a right. good show, but I also love some trash TV. Because me and Devin have both watched Flavor of Love three fucking times, which is hilarious. Probably the best piece of shit ever. Mm. It's just girls convincing themselves they want to date Flavor Flav. Because <laughs> he'll, like, dude, he'll be like, hey, um, yo, we're going to go out and have dinner tonight. And they're like, ooh, they get all dressed up. And then he just takes them to, like, KFC. Fucking great. Yep. Because <laughs> now, now we just finished season two of Rock of Love. Was like, I don't fucking care about Brett Michaels, but goddamn, it's trash. But like, that's it, like, sometimes I just need to veg out, you know? Yeah. I do get that actually, but I don't know, man. I just, I'm not a huge drama fan. I will, I'll, I'll, I'll give you Letterkenny just cause I tried watching it when it first came out and it didn't really sink. But then like, cause that's one of the shows I have to put subtitles on. <laughs> just, like it it helps me understand it's so it's such rapid fire shit all the time <laughs> that like because uh my old boss derek he was living with us at the time and like devin was working from home so when i'd be watching letter kenny and they're just fucking shit and devin's just like jesus fucking christ <laughs> and then even derek's like dude i don't know why but wayne is like my fucking hero wayne yeah, is right? the best wayne he's is just he's a shit. proper gentleman who will punch you in the teeth if you deserve it? Well, you know, suppose that there ain't, ain't nobody pooping party and ain't reason no party poop. <laughs> one thing I absolutely kind of just enjoy about it is the back and forth rapid things because, like, if you get me and my friend Gabe together, like, both him and I are intelligent in like almost the same regard, and him and I are very similar. So we'll just go back and forth like that, especially because if I, I listen to a what's it, Jared Kiso Kesso? Yeah, Kesso. Jared Kaso, because uh, they were talking <laughs> yeah. about how they write the dialogue without it becoming bullying, you know. And he's like, "Well, you know, we just wanted to make a show with some teeth to it, but like, if we say some harsh shit, that's because you just said some bad shit to us. So like, you had it coming." But they also have to make sure to where it doesn't become like just mean, mean, you know? Because they say some fucked up shit, but like, it, everyone has what they fucking deserve. Yeah, you know, bitch, it fucker. Shorzy. Fuck you, Shorzy. Incidentally, the Shorzy show is coming out in like a week or two. I love it. I'm super excited. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> it was also Boomtown. <laughs> Letterkenny is that one gem that when I'm in a bad mood, when I'm feeling like absolute fucking hammer dog shit, I will watch the shit out of it. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. It's, it's honestly, it's just as quotable as Anchorman now, but... Not many people know it as much as Anchorman. And also... I mean, that's true, but I literally follow a bunch of Letterkenny sites on, like, Reddit and stuff like that, so I'm, I'm, I'm accustomed to, list, like, literally talking with a bunch of people about it. Well, they, uh, it's there's a... a couple podcasts, man. There's one that's, like, uh... What's their little fucking cart or whatever they have that they sell food from? 
the, oh, the, the fruit stand. Yeah, it's yeah, it's called the fruit stand. That's yeah. the name of the podcast. I love it. Fucking love it. Tid fuckers. Yeah, yeah. all right, that's a good one. Jen, <laughs> what about you or Jace? Who wants to go next? I'll. I guess I'll go next. Um, yeah, cause fuck Jace. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later. Nah. I'm gonna roll you in butter first. No, don't threaten me with a good time. Oh god damn it. You better bring extra cause I'm getting in there. I'm actually since we've brought it up on every podcast, penises. <laughs> just 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 so we keep continuity here. Penis. Penis. Here we are. So my top three is a mix. Because I too or uh, I don't really have a drama, so for <laughs> for drama, I would also have to say, let's see, my top three. The first things that I, that come to mind are Shameless, Letterkenny, Breaking Bad. I gotta say, dude, like <laughs> honestly, like because when Breaking Bad came out, I was like, ew, like why is Malcolm's dad bald? Like no fucking way, right? And I stayed away from it for years, and then uh, after the military, I came home, and I was like, all right, fuck it. All you have to do is hit play on it, and it's immediately, he's driving, he's got a gas mask on, there's two dead bodies in the back, there's a bunch of smoke everywhere, he fucking crashes, comes out in his underwear with a fucking gun. Yep, and and he's... It's like a last man standing kind of thing, where he holds the gun up and shit with sirens coming. I have watched it <laughs> at least four times, and every time I restarted, I'm like, why am I rewatching this again? But then it just gets to that one part because after he starts becoming a badass and uh, Walt Jr.'s trying to get pants at the store, and those kids are making fun of him, it's like, you're the big boy pants because he's, you know, he's handicapped. So yeah. Walt just disappears, and he comes in the front door and fucking stomps on the dude's ankle. He's like, come on, make a fucking move. You and your friends fucking do it? Like, fuck out of here. Like, ooh, and then, oh, bro. It's Breaking it's, Bad was fucking so goddamn good, man. And I I just finished season five of Better Call Saul, which is, it's same, dude. It's the same. Like, Vince Gilligan has made consistent shit in the Breaking Bad universe, bro. Because Saul Gunn, like, like uh, Better Call Saul is setting up all of Breaking Bad. So, like, now, like, you see how Gus meets Mike and, like, all this shit, dude. Okay, so it it's it connects everything together. You want to have a Breaking Bad episode? Dude, Blood. let's have a fucking yes. Breaking Bad episode. Yeah, man, let's fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a half chub, bro. Dude, I got a I'll full chub. actually watch the show. The old, like, it's not that I haven't cared to watch. I just never... Honestly, like, I, I never touched meth but until that show because it glorifies it in a way because like the first time i did a line it was off of my fucking heisenberg wallet and i was like this makes sense <laughs> you're <laughs> like it's like I, I haven't rewatched it since I, i've been off of it so yeah. like i don't know if, i mean even if i get triggered like, I, don't, I don't know how upset i'm gonna be or squirmy because I'm, I'm pretty good about not you know i still have thoughts and i just gotta shake them out of my fucking head but as the show like shake it off it, Dude, it's it's so good it's even the subtle shit they do man like even the titles of the episodes like yeah the first letter will be like the reveal at the end or if you watch um because their whole concept was we're gonna take mr rogers and turn him into scarface 
basically. And and as you, because he he starts off wearing really bright clothes, but each season he starts wearing darker and darker clothes and darker browns and like. Oh, uh, hi there, neighbor. If you want. Well, even even more so, the I'm way, the one who knocks on these trains. Like the way that the episodes are set up, it always leads yeah. off with something that talks about what happens later on in the episode like and, whenever... yeah, and never yeah the black and white things where only one piece of colors there and you're like what is this for and then like at the end of it you're like oh yeah thanks one uh one thing that really stands out for me was um whenever the half burnt teddy bear fell into the pool yeah from the fucking oh the plane the yeah, plane no, crash no we, we got to wait because uh, we can talk about Because honestly, if we're talking like badass shows that captivated me, uh, Sons of Anarchy was really fucking good too. Sons of Anarchy was good until they decided to continue it past the prison thing. I think oh, after Obi, dude, no, like, I think they lost some of their luster a little bit because it was supposed to end on that note, and then they're just like, "Hey, we just refreshed you for another season or two. and they're like, "Oh, well, fuck." Yeah, I mean, they got six seasons, and it was, you know, it's, it wasn't a bad ending, but like, it was still pretty. Like, because when I started that show, I was like, "All right, I'll check it out." Next thing I know, it's three in the morning, and I'm on season two, and I'm like, "They shot up a fucking funeral!" Like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Fucking Mayans and shit. That's. I mean, yeah, I, I shoot up at funerals if that's if that's what you're asking. Okay. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> what say Jace. you, Captain yeah, Jace? It's it's good. Uh, some of my, I guess uh, since we're on dramas, um, uh, Vikings was a good one. Hell Dude, yeah, Vikings is fucking solid. I have not and seen that guy's Vikings. Actually, that guy's actually in a, this one on HBO called Raised by Wolves, where it's like these androids kidnap these kids to raise them atheists on a planet, but like they're still a fucking religion. Like, dude, it's fucking nuts, man. It's pretty cool. Incidentally, I didn't realize that he was actually based on a real person. And speaking of which, that guy looks just like Jax from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> But we we had like the last one that we talked about where we were talking about uh, awesome people in history. Like I did it over his. Son. I talked about his son. Yeah. You know the boneless. Mm-hmm. I yeah. borrowed the boneless. I really like Floki in there, man. Floki is my favorite. He is one of my favorite characters. Ever. And you know what? You know what's better than Vikings? Norsemen, because that shit was fucking hilarious. You got any, you got any other shows other than Vikings? Like. Oh yeah, but y'all just kind of took off with it. Sorry, bud. <laughs> you already know. You already know the the whole routine here, bud. It's oh, like, I know. It's like, what's better than Vikings? More Vikings. Um, yeah. Another one, only because I don't care, and it's it's funny to me, and I know it's supposed to be a drama, but I end up laughing at it anyway. Is Beyond Scared Straight? Yeah, that can be a uh... drama for the comedy. Dramedy. Well, it's like. <laughs> Dude, some of these kids just think they're fucking baller and they're fucking not. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just the whole time, it's like, you know, y'all should, uh, yeah, I just look at these kids and I'm like, you know, you're not all that hard. And, uh, dude, there's, if you keep watching, this one kid who went in there ends up in there and his little brother is doing the Beyond Scared Straight and sees his brother in there. He's like, okay, I get it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Because, like, when they first did that, because uh, Tom Segura's got a joke, because he'd always be like, BIKES! And he's like, man, if y'all want to know how I say that, like, beyond scared straight, because the first time they did it, they didn't take him to a jail. They took him to a fucking prison, which they immediately knew, like, okay, let's not do that again. But, like, dude, they got in... Because, like, uh, what's that uh, not 60 days in or whatever where people just go to jail? Yeah. I watched two seasons of that, and same results every time. And when she came out, she quit being a cop and started, like, volunteering to help keep people off of like drugs and shit because she's like i didn't know i was putting people in this fucking terrible place dude honestly like talking with the guards that i but the person that i've been working at is just kind of absurd the amount of shit that goes on in those places yep that was the first time i ever saw mr dufresne <laughs> i would never we... forget the first words he said to me vagina boob <laughs> guy reference. yes but one of those, one of the things about like the whole prison thing, it just—I don't know, man. I—I I mean, well, I, th I think most people don't like prison. I, I think you're a... like, how do you feel I'm about prison? Well, you know, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm definitely not alone here, but still. <laughs> I mean, if they just like honestly, it—it's—it's it's overpopulated because they just keep throwing. Like, what sucks about America and cops and like the drug trafficking and just control over like anywhere else a police car is gonna be light and bright so you can see it when you need fucking help yeah here everyone just is trying to throw you in fucking jail because you got some weed on you which is you know it's kind of going out the door like police aren't supposed to be they're supposed to be like stopping people from harming you man they're there to help you not you know yeah. See, and, and even with all the, I'm recording and like all, if a, like just do exactly what the cop says, and I guarantee you it won't escalate, even if it's ridiculous. Because I think nine times out of ten that's the case. Like because everyone just now. like I get it. You have you you have your rights, but the moment you just start being a dick about it, and it's like, why? Okay, I know you all have fucking tasers. Why why don't you use that first? Always first. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Never use a gun unless it's, like, last fucking resort, man. Well, there's yeah, a lot of... There's a lot insane. of nuance with regards to that, too, depending on the situation. Because there was a badass cop show I watched called Southland, where it's like, you know, this rookie goes in, and this fucking officer, you know, it's fucking real intense shit, and then, like, by the end of it, the rookie is, like super badass handling his shit and the old cop like now he's like a drug addict and he's like calling in from work and he's just a piece of shit he ends up getting shot by the police you got anything else you fucking like that's fucking heavy or something uh well this one's not really heavy but it's kind of obscure and i don't know a whole lot of people that know this anime and i actually really uh Here. I, I, I mean, like I'll let, I'll let you say it, but this is not the anime episode. Yeah, this well, is... I don't care. It's actually drama, and it's actually very good. Okay. Last Exile. Haven't seen it. Fair enough. Because, like, I mean, Dalton men mentioned uh, Death Note, which is... That's a very... Uh, it's probably the one anime that has the most intense chip-eating scene. Yeah. I mean, that is... I, pretty intense. I just that, love that, the fucking show, though. Just... I mean, that is an intense chip munch, you know? <laughs> the uh, the Japanese live action versions are pretty decent, and it has the same voice actors. 
dude. The Netflix one is fucking garbage. I was just gonna say, don't fucking even try to think about it. The only good thing about that was William Defoe as Ryuk. <laughs> but uh, uh, Last Exile is uh, about a bunch uh, about uh, two uh, teenagers that they have like uh, flying machines are, are populated. It's kind of it's pretty steampunk. Um, but it's not, you know, obnoxious with all the gears and cogs and everything. And, but, uh, these kids are trying to, you know, slim themselves up, take off excess weight of their little jet, so that way they can win a, uh, tournament, so that way they can ha have some food. You know, get money to win, uh, win a bunch of money to, uh, so that way they can kind of take care of themselves better. May the odds be ever in your favor. And, uh... They also have a job where they have to run, where it's basically run deliveries, uh, and uh, it's they're trying. I didn't get very far into it, but it's like uh, the war, uh, two nations are about to go to war, and then this third power just shows up out of nowhere with, you know, it's kind of like on Civ Five when, you know, you're fighting enemies and they're still in medieval era, and you have. You know, they still have swords and everything, and you're over here with musket men and rifles. Hell yeah. Uh, I I think it's a pretty good drama, and I I still recommend it. But I guess, as, well, this is actually kind of cheating. I don't know if it's, it, I guess it kind of falls into a drama, but it's also a comedy. Uh, is Married with Children. Yes. I have not watched that one yet. I watched that when I was a little kid, and... Isn't that with Al Bundy? Yes. yes. And he's hey. always, like, gonna, like, beat up his wife, and it's hilarious. And he No, 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 he never beats up his wife. He always ignores... He just... It's just... Uh, One of these days, Alice. No. He's fucking down to her. He's always... He's always, uh, freaking just talking shit. And like, his wife is always trying to have sex with him, even he, and he doesn't want to have sex with her. He's like, like... one of the scenes... Like, one of the jokes is like... Now, Peg, if you want to have sex, uh, the kid. Uh, now the kids. Now, Peg, the kids are here. If they want to have sex, they have to leave. And if you wanted to, have, if you want to be good sex, you have to leave. <laughs> Incidentally, um, Peg is the voice of Lila from Futurama, and, yep. and is also yeah. She's also the mom in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, exactly. Also, she's the smart house lady from. Smart yes, house. I was about to bring that up. She's also in Smart House. Mm. Hey. Uh, and I'm going to show how old me and Ben are. Hey, Ben. What's up? Kelly Bundy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, Christina Applegate? Chris, uh, damn right. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Bundy. It's fucking... Wrong it's, Bundy's. It's Ted. <sighs> wrong family of Bundy's, bud. Wrong, definitely wrong family of Bundy's. Um, hey, don't get your Bundy's in a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> the Bundy bunch. But, uh, the Bundy bunch. One of them will cave your head in. And take you to lunch. Like, the reason why Married with Children got so popular so fast with people is because it wasn't like your normal family sitcom where, uh, you know, everything's all happy-go-lucky and, you know, there's a message at the end of every episode. It's like, no, it actually kind of portrays actual mar married life. Yeah, right. Not that, like, honey, I'm home. I oh, did Timmy get the newspaper today? I love sure that. I, I love that boy. I love that one fucking that episode. Child. Uh, Jace, you remember that one fucking episode where, uh, this kid was trying to sneak into the Bundy's house, uh, to, uh, to sleep with Christina Applegate, and Al fucking caught him, and he's yeah. like, he's like, hey, 
Fancy meeting you here, huh? And just start <laughs> giving him all kinds of shit. Like, uh, like here's how, like one of the most yeah, popular scenes, like uh, uh, Al's uh, eating eating a sandwich in the kitchen, and uh, Peg comes home, his wife. He's like, "Hi, hun. Did you miss me?" Al, without missing a beat, was like, "With every bullet so far." Uh, and uh, pretty good. What's even funnier is that Al is a shoe salesman, and whenever Dalton told me that Derek was selling shoes, I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> even worse is is Al Bundy was in high school in football, and it was his golden years and all sorts of stuff. And then he's just selling foot shoes. And I literally looked at Lyric one day and said, "Dude, you're Al Bundy," and he's like. Fuck you, and got up and walked out. <laughs> I remember but, uh, my dad looked at me and said, "You're not wrong." I remember one uh, one episode where there's this uh, there are these fat chicks that go into the fucking shoe store, mm-hmm. and one of them's uh, I think she said something about a foot doctor or something, and uh, he said, "Might I recommend the offices of Hagen and Dawes?" No, he said. She goes, "Oh, right here from my attorneys." Is that the law offices of Hagen and Das? That's it. That's it. <laughs> Some another, like a lot of lo- a lot of big fat women come to his sto- come to the sh- store, and he just rips them a new one. It's like, uh... well, to be fair, they probably ripped it themselves because they're so fat. Like one of them uh, comes in with her daughter, and uh, says, "But I or no, the kid. Uh, she comes in with her kid, and they're leaving, and he goes." Mommy, I want a balloon. He goes, you already got one. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is like an 11, 11 minute compilation. I'll send it to you after the podcast. It's like a really mean uh, Andy Griffith show, man. He's basically, like, there's an 11 minute compilation of all, like, of Al's best burn. See, but for me, if I if I do check it out, I need, I'm going to watch this show. It's, it's I need, worth I need setup, watching. I need, the whole, I need the whole episode, you know. And honestly, since y'all brought it up, I will check it out. I have heard of it. It's just it, I, I haven't looked into it. it. Give, it a, give it a chance. <laughs> uh, I I have it on my uh, playlist on Hulu. I watch old shit all the time. I remember when I got into Twin Peaks, and my wife's like, why? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, but this girl apparently died. How dare you say that behind my back? Well, I would say it to your face, but my car's only got half a tank of gas. <laughs> Jesus. He's <laughs> like, you wouldn't say that if it came with fries and medium drink. You know it's medium. The size between small and you. <laughs> like that joke, joke on. That you could not make today is definitely that one. <laughs> oh, dear God's no. Oh, dear Married God, yes. Children, battles, all those shows. What's really funny is you got two fat guys actually laughing at the show and talking about the fat jokes. <laughs> Or, like, uh, you probably couldn't make a whitest kid you know today, either. Oh, no, like, you could not. Uh, like, a bunch of fat women come into the store to protest him, and he's like, oh, two, four, six, eight, don't make fun of her weight. And after they all march in, he goes, one, two, three, four, you're going to fall through the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Fantastic. I really love that show. Actually, it's, a, it's it's kind of like on par with Blazing Saddles, the amount of shit that probably Oh, show yeah. Up. Blazing Saddles. My favorite part in Blazing Saddles is when the bad guy's running, and then he buys a ticket to the movie Blazing Saddles, and he goes and sits down, and then he sees them chasing him on the screen, and he's like, shit! And then he 
Hollywood. Like, dude, that's so good. Yeah, that, that was a very meta comedy. Like, honestly, oh, yeah. like almost fourth wall breaking, but not quite. That's very <laughs> three and a half wall breaking. It's like broke the fifth wall, Bane. But come on. <laughs> but as far as dramas, uh, those three, and I mean, I, I guess I got to give up to one of the other. Uh, well, no, that one come later in this in this podcast. So uh, I'll that'll that'll be my third. For, well, uh, I mean, I think your Al Bundy's a good transition into comedies anyway, because, like, drama's kind of just, they're not, they're great, but they're not, like, a fun time to watch, you know? It's like, yeah. who wants to come over and watch a Stanley Kubrick movie? Like, no, I no. don't want to watch Eyes Wide Shut with you, I'm sorry. That would be me, though. I would totally be down. Well, I guess Dude, last time I watched Eyes Wide Shut and I got super baked just watching him almost <laughs> cheat on his wife at a sex orgy. And then he came home and he started just like telling her everything and he was crying. I was, I was just laughing. I was like, Tom Cruise is sad. <laughs> shit. I guess uh, I'll jump onto the comedy because, uh, like I said, like you said, Married with Children is a great segue to comedy and it, it is a comedy. And I believe a lot of us watch a lot of comedies too. I'll, so uh, I'll say this. Hold on, before we before we move on to comedy, there is one show that it. Well, I don't know. Does a miniseries count? Why not? It depends what it is. Pass. Unless it sucks. Well, it's a docudrama, uh, based off of. Uh, based off of a Rolling Stone article that was made during the initial invasion of uh, Iraq. It's called Generation oh, oh. Kill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's more documentary than... It's it's a docudrama, though, because it's... Bro, I, I know you love fucking Top Gun and shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you know Do you know how they filmed the uh, the planes? Doing they, their, like... They actually recorded the uh, footage from the aircraft carrier, yeah. No. How they they got they had small models, and they put a drill underneath the camera, and then they put an offset uh, block of wood on it, so that way, it gets that constant kind of. Oh, actually, so those those really close up ones where you just see it, them like vibrating, it's because they just have like a Makita drill under the fucking camera going. Oh, I I I had it mixed up with the final countdown because the final countdown they actually used. Um, they used a Nimitz-class supercarrier with the fucking F-14s and shit. I could see that. I just, I, I found that out a while back, and I was like, I know you're the only nigga that likes planes ever. <laughs> but, uh... No, there's always a planes dude, just like there's always a horse girl. Blake literally works at an airport, and his dad literally has a plane and flies, like, Blake flies planes, and I'm like, absolutely not. Uh, absolutely, yes. I'll do a split SN1. No way. I do not fly. Plane. Anyway, uh, as far as comedy is concerned, like I said, Married Children that falls into drama and comedy. Not so much drama, but a little bit. Dramedy. Uh, an- <laughs> Dramedy, yeah, that's fair. Um, another one I love, uh, Cutthroat Kitchen. Cutthroat Kitchen is pretty solid shit. Like, it's I love it's ridiculous. I-, I love seeing Alton Brown just get that look on his face when he's like... Oh, he is just... Seven layers of sassy in that, and I love him for that. It's pretty that that's one of those that you're like, fuck yeah, there's like eleven seasons, and each one has like thirty episodes. Because I've know, been I... watching a fuck ton of Bar Rescue, man, and it's because I I love watching uh 
kitchen nightmares and Gordon Ramsay's 24 hours to hell and back because he, he just goes into shitty places and tells them they're shitty and makes them get better. Yeah. Bar Rescue is essentially the same thing, but I think John Taffer is way more violent. He's oh, a way he more angry man. I think uh, if you got those two in an argument, I think John would probably win. Dude, he literally walked into a place and their fucking walk-in had their own mushrooms growing out of the fucking side. Yeah. He was so pissed, he knocked everything off of the counter and, like, spilled cheese on his fucking shirt. And he's like, this is fucking insane. You're retarded. But, uh, like I said, Cutthroat Kitchen, just, I love watching cooking shows anyway. Because I'm a fat guy, you know, haha, fat guy watches shows. Hey, we all like uh, food, food, though. Food. Yeah, food's delicious. Food is fucking yeah. amazing, bud. Why do you unless think you, it works? Fuck that, drugs are better. You don't well, need no, food. No, no, no. <laughs> food. Food is delicious unless it's some of the fucking monstrosity Ben makes. Hey, motherfucker, I only made one fucking monstrosity. Everything else has been fucking premium. Do I need to get my sister in on this call? You know what? No. Maybe for another podcast. <laughs> because she will... Fucking let your ass up on the monstrosities you created. First of all, she can only reference one monstrosity that I created, and that's just because her gut couldn't fucking what, take what it. What was the f- see? Because no, no, he, no. Here, here's what he made, and he tell, called, yeah. a, he calls this a culinary master. I'm for like, Ben, yeah. for Ben, yes, his brain had to work, and he made food, so it he, is a culinary he, master. He made <laughs> a, this was a cold sandwich, mind you. He took. <laughs> beanless wolf chili and grape jelly and put that on a two pieces of cold room temperature bread and ate it okay no that turned my stomach a bit <laughs> I, was, I was i was with you with the chili i was like all right he's gonna put some chips on it or something i, no, I do don't get me wrong i bet it was good i could see the sweetness of the jelly really complimenting the uh the chili on this uh very cold bread I it's, like how you started going white voice with that. Yes. Right. <laughs> Honestly, that's no. the shit they got to make on Cutthroat Kitchen because they had to pull all their ingredients out of a piñata. Well, I mean, that's you know that's what they had to do, you know, and they were sabotaged. But no, Ben did this of his own volition, and I'm like, dude, you had to be it was fucking financial high situation. He did it more. Well, you got to look at it this way. I was practically broke. I had some chili. I had some jelly, and I had Bro. some white bread. Bro. The chili and the bread would have been fine. Yeah. I wanted to... You went way left field. Or just the jelly and the bread would have been fine. (laughs) Yeah. I I could eat a whole thing of chili out of the can, man. And I'm sorry, dude. I mean, I've been broke. I've never been so broke where I can't run down to the store and get a jar of peanut butter. Did he make it for you or did he make it for... If he made it for himself, fuck you. It doesn't matter. Let him eat whatever the fuck he wants. (laughs) I made it for myself. if, if If he brought three of them... Like, I made sandwiches. Like, why don't, okay, you, just, off, why don't you, you just sweat into them? No, Come on. on. If he ever said that to me, I'm like, fuck out of my house right the fuck now. I might just mail it to you. <laughs> God, dude, I hope don't it sits in a hot-ass truck, no, 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 no. That just reminded me of something bad that happened, because my buddies, Josh and Dylan, decided to mess, mess with my buddy Nate, and they mailed him a raw, uncooked hot dog in Ew. an envelope through the fucking mail, and it got to him. Yes, of course it does. Rain, sleet, or snow, man, you're getting that hot dog. It's just gonna be fucking gross. <laughs> what, what made it bad? What made it bad? They didn't put it, their address on there. 
So he had no idea. He just had this random hot dog sitting in his inbox. Honestly, though, <laughs> if I was that guy and I checked my mail and I had a fucking old ass busted hot, I would I would laugh. That's fucking funny. It is. <laughs> uh, oh god, dang. Uh, and my last for comedy. For, it was said earlier. I don't care. Comedy, letter kidding. Fuck yes. Oh, yes. Great this, like, yep. It's literally the only thing that I. I literally watch on fucking repeat. Well, I take that back. I do watch the IT crowd a fuck ton too. I have seen the IT crowd so fucking much. It's honestly, it's four seasons, six episodes each in a movie. It's easy to watch and it's hilarious all I, the way through. I still need to watch the IT crowd because Dude, of Dude, bro, put it on immediately after this. I like just, it's. You can it's, binge watch it so fucking quick. Is it on Hulu? I'm getting it hot in! No, it's on Netflix. Okay, cool. But, uh, I told I told my coworker about Letterkenny, and he told me about another show called, and I never heard of this. Uh, oh, I'll, I might have to check it out. It's on Amazon. Uh, it's called Corner Gas. Nope, never heard of it. But never heard uh, of it. Only thing I used Amazon for was to watch The Boys, and The Boys was fucking badass. Yeah, I mean, by the I'm way, I'm not gonna lie. The only thing I used uh, my Prime, Amazon Prime to watch was uh, uh, The Legend of Fox Machina. Well, they also had a all of comic book men on there, and I fucking love that show because I love Kevin Smith and his show just about them selling comics is is great. Random, random tangent back to Generation Kill. I just I was just reminded of one scene that, <laughs> honestly, Matt, you would probably laugh at. Uh, they're uh, advancing onto the they're advancing onto the uh, southern part of the city, and they're forced recon, right? So they're they're jumping in there without armor or anything. They're literally at the tip of the spear. And the Rolling Stone reporter is right next to the driver who got out. And they're all laying in prone position. And he's like, hey, Rolling Stone, if you put your cock to the ground when the tanks are going by, it feels great. I bet it does. <laughs> Wasn't that the one where, like, they get to their, like, station and then, like, all right, let's get ready. Like, three, two, ah! But it's like they just stay there for hours and don't move at all. Actually, no. Um, this one, all the this one, it ba it basically represents all the military tropes that you would ever see on a fucking deployment, to the best degree that I have ever seen a show. Like it has everything from the jackbooted rag Nazi to the well, honestly, it, if you want to make any at least decent like that was a good movie or a good show you either do something set in the hood something set in prison or something set in the military yeah for the it most part be... every every hood movie every prison movie every military movie is like that's pretty cool what's what i think is hilarious about it is uh one of the guys that was depicted in the miniseries actually played himself <laughs> yeah, they did that with the guys that stopped that fucking terrorist on the plane, and it sucked because they can't act. Yeah, well, this guy could definitely act, and he still looked the part. Because uh, it was his part. He looks <laughs> his own part. Yeah. What a dumb sentence from a smart man. <laughs> what, what can I say? We we all can't bat a thousand all the damn time. A dumb sentence from a smart man is my favorite line. <laughs> that has got to be on a fucking Memento Moron's picture. <laughs> I can do it. Honestly, that Adobe's fucking, like, makes my shit look fucking clean, bro. I'm still kind of just dabbling with it, but everything looks a lot more professional and not so, like, memed out. But I still use my stuff for memes, but. 
One yeah. movie that you guys would probably like is Range 15. I still need to watch that. Basically, it's like zombies attack, and it's being sa- the world's being saved by this group of, uh, like, you know, veterans and stuff, and it's a lot of, like, military jokes that, like, goes over pretty much my head for the most part. But, like, Derek fucking watches that shit religiously. He even got his wife to it's finally like, watch it. I, I, I love uh, Big Bang Theory. I don't understand half the shit they're talking about, but I also get why people hate the fucking show. Yeah. I really don't. I don't like it. A lot of people don't, and, like, I understand they're uh, fucking obnoxious and they just sound better, try to sound better than you. But, like, I also kind of dug it, too. It was... I mean, there were, but, parts, there, there were parts that I like, but the, the whole, like, the way they portrayed nerds was just kind of annoying for the most part. See, but those nerds exist. They do. They really do. But it's just like, it's, it's just, I'm, my, my flavor of nerd is not that obnoxious. It makes your, fun of... Your flavor of nerd is like, onion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it... it... It makes fun of the nerd tropes, and the punchline is the fact that they're nerds. That's the problem of the show. And everyone, everyone else, literally just thinks that that's all nerd. The nerd representation of that is honestly just deplorable. Mm-hmm. They are appropriating our culture. I mean, think about it. Those guys are supposed to be acting like they're in their fucking thirties, and they're all fucking virgins and shit. Dude, same thing in the first spot. Like, he's just a kid. Like, the dude's 28. Leave him alone. He's not a kid. <laughs> Do not meet our buddy Connor there, bit. Hey, Connor lost his virginity before he hit 30, so he made the cutoff. <laughs> and that was the last time. Um, oh. I love that kid. He just, he needs to do something. He needs to get his dick wet in a bad fucking way. Yeah. He's probably still trying to look for shit on Pornhub because Pornhub doesn't have anything anymore. Actually, no, he's he's fucking manning the fuck up. He's hitting the fucking. Uh, I the... know he made he made a bumble or whatever. That's cool. Yeah, she'd have more luck on Grinder, honestly. Yeah, eight people always trying to do drugs and hook up. So, I think Connor will pass on the drug part, but on the hookup part, he might be down. Oh, I know. That's I, I used to use Grinder to like sell meth and like it was so hard to try to sell drugs without like I'm not gonna suck your dick, bro. Just buy these drugs. Yeah, I'm married. That's it. I have had like, dude, even because like my Tumblr's only for porn, and I have over a thousand followers on it. Like, I don't Tumblr know how. Porn. Sorry, Kate. But right. I've gotten just the most random fucking like messages. Someone told me how they, like, blew their fucking dad and stuff. Like, do you liked this? Like, well, I like the attention from it. Like, why are you telling me this? Oh, you yeah. want to come suck my dick? I'm like, dude, you live in Canada, bro. Like, I'm like, no. I'm glad you like my shitty fucking porn blog, but, like, I don't need to know about you blowing your dad, bro. Oh, okay. So he's still here. And yeah, any- he's here. He just had to go AFK. At any rate, um... Uh, those I, are really my comedies, man. Yeah, that, I, I mean, you, but I mean, I'll, I'll give you like Cutthroat. Cutthroat Kitchen is a comedy, but I mean, I feel like reality shows kind of are their own thing in a bit too. But it, Actually, it's still fucking funny. I've I've laughed many. Like, do they do the craziest shit on that show? Where it's fucking. I'm just like, like some like. of them was like, uh, like they had to make something. Uh, for, it was like. It had to have oranges in it, 
But what they did is they uh, took three people's oranges and made them like deal with candy and stuff. Yeah, it was like you had they had to use uh, like Cheetos and you know foods that are that are uh, that were just orange and not the orange flavor. Yeah, it was like foods that are actually orange, but they weren't orange themselves. And I'm just like, how the fuck are they gonna pull this one off? It's a deconstructed uh, orange a la duck. Um, actually, one show that I do like is Forged in Fire, where they make swords and shit. Dude, yes. Honestly, my, my friend told me about it, and I started... I, I haven't finished it at all, but this was a lot of it. But I watched about two to three seasons, and Devin just... I mean, she's like, God damn it. I'm like, dude, like, I, you probably don't get it. Just, it's like, it's so... It's such a manly, primitive, like, fire... Sharp, like every time they cut something, I give Audible like, "Hey, yeah, right. Devin, it cut through the bag." She's like, "Cool, a fucking knife cut something." Like he well, made it out of a railroad spike. Sometimes they don't, so that that's the more Dude, fun part. You get to see one of the, one of the best episodes I I saw. Uh, the it was a at the end it was a rookie versus a veteran, and they had to make these spears. And there were like three pronged spears. So like you know the veteran, the veteran made his fucking spear badass. And then for his handle, he just went to Home Depot, bought a rake, added it, and then added some shit on it. And he's like, "My shit's good." The other dude got a piece of fucking cedar or whatever, like shimmed it down, made his shit legit. And so the veteran goes in there, and they're about to do the the throw test, and since he used a shitty Home Depot rake, his shit broke immediately. So it's like, dude, why would you cheap yourself out like that? You built a single-piece, three-pronged fucking spear, and you put fucking plywood behind it. What an asshole. I tried it. Pretty much, it was something like that. Yeah. But, I I mean, because I remember one time Devin was cutting pizza and i went and i was like all right let me, let me talk to you about your uh your, your pizza cutter i really like the grips got a nice handle like your pizza cutter will cut i also fucking love ink masters i have not watched ink masters but i did watch cool. ink masters is i really just love seeing the art they do and the tattoos because like apparently when they first started it and like all the tattoo artists were really chill like but they're like no it's stevie you gotta you know be a dick so they had, you know, it's the producers are going to, but it's still a good ass show. You see good ass fucking art and their challenges. Like y'all have to use these dice to make three dimensional fucking, you know, so it's like, do they just do a bunch of crazy shit, bro? It's pretty cool. There's a bunch yeah. of like, I follow these, uh, avatar like tattoos on fucking, um, Instagram. And there's some like really, really badass fucking like deals of. Dude, after, once we move, I'm putting some money back to get my next tattoo. I'm going to get the Black Parade guy on my fucking calf. I have honestly been wanting to get some Nordic-ass tattoos for a while. Get them, man. Start small, though. so Because people will go in like, I want to get a full sleeve. And like, why don't you get something? You're going to back out of it, trust me. <laughs> yeah, I, I always recommend if you're going to go get some ink, start small. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's... For me, it's like pain therapy. Like, it hurts, but there's times it doesn't. There's times it's just, like, numb. There's times it tickles. But then, like, it doesn't matter how bad it hurts. Once it's done, you're fucking stoked. Right. My grandma always said, make sure you use, you know, spend your money wisely. Get stuff you'll have. Because I used to draw my arms all the time in school. So I'd come home, she's like, wash your hands. Like, wash your arms. Until I went to the military, and this dude I was in basic with, 
got stationed at Fort Stewart with me, and he shows up, and he had White Chapel tattooed on his fucking arm, and I was like, bro, take me right fucking now, and I got job for a cowboy on my shit. Yeah. And so I got home, and my grandma's like, go wash your... Never mind. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, comedy shows. Let's see. I guess kind of what um got me back into the routine of finding a show in... Uh, probably the first one that really clicked. It took a minute, but um, Arrested Development. I've heard good things. That's one of those that's like it's very awkward and it's it's just it's kind of like The Office. It's cringy and it because like before I watched The Office, I watched Parks and Recreation, which was fucking wonderful. I've heard of Parks and Recreation. I heard it was. I heard it's pretty good. It is. And when we watched The Office, it's still funny. It's a good show. But I was like, like, why does this show make me mad? And then, dude, my wife explained it perfectly. She just put it in drug terms. She's like, look, Parks and Recreation is an upper. The Office is a downer. And I was like, thank you for solving that fucking riddle for me because they're both great. But I remember in The Office. He fucking ruined Sweeney Todd twice for me. <laughs> I was very upset about that. Parks and Recreation, like, it's one of those that makes you feel good after you watch it. Because I was trying to find more shows like that, then I found The Good Place, which was fucking wonderful. And I then like uh, we yeah. watched, uh, I was trying to find more feel-good shit in uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which is pretty good, because uh, some girl gets kidnapped. And then they were some mole women, but they end up breaking out, so she has to realize, like, figure out how to live in a world not trapped in a basement. Yeah. And then we we just finished New Girl, which I highly recommend. It's Zoe Deschanel living with three dudes, but dude, it's probably one of the funniest shit I've ever seen. I watched like an entire season of that when I was hanging out with my buddy Gabe one day. Oh, dude, Gabe it's it's anyway. fucking great, bro. I me and Devin. It got to the point where I didn't even... I started watching it myself, but, you know, Devin ended up liking it, so I wait for her. But, dude, it's solid, bro. New Girl, highly recommend. Hilarious. Hell yeah. And just to call back to drama, before Breaking Bad, the show I that I did get into was fucking Prison Break. That shit was... Me and Charlie were on that shit all fucking day, bro. That was that was <laughs> one that you're like, oh, fuck, they cut that nigga's foot off. Oh, man. <laughs> he He's like... He's like a diabetic. He lost his foot. Well, dude, like, um... Because I know one of the... I always heard of a show called Oz, which was one of the first, like, HBO... When HBO came out, this was what... One of their main series. Yeah. And... Without Oz, we wouldn't have Game of Thrones. We wouldn't have Breaking Bad. Like, it it did so much intense shit within a prison. Because it was like a prison, but there's a little extra area where they get to run it a little differently. And it has, dude, it, there's so many actors in there from other shows or other movies. Like, dude, there's J.K. Simmons. He plays, like, a Nazi guy. There's, you see, like, people in Breaking Bad in there. You see people from fucking Dexter in there. You see everybody, bro. And it's... It was so fucking insane, man. That's one of those shows that's like there were no rules. That that set a standard for like this is how you make a fucking show. Yep, I'm I'm not surprised, but at the same time I'm kind of shocked. 
Honestly, right, I think if Jesus listened to our podcast, he'd probably be like, these guys need me, man. Like, uh, First of all, Jesus listens to everything. Yep. Well, he listens specifically to our podcast. He's like, I'm not it, one for... It's... He's still probably <laughs> thinking the same thing. These guys need me, man. He's like, I'm not much for blaspheming, but these guys are funny. Um, Momentum Morons is brought to you by Jesus Christ. Sponsored by Jesus. <laughs> That's for just my cousin. possible in Christ. <laughs> Wait, Matt, do you actually have a cousin named Jesus? Because I know, like, every Mexican does. <laughs> probably. It's probably, like, the I, most honestly, I, I, my Mexican family lived more in Odessa. I grew up with a few of my relatives and mostly the black ones. Motherfucking son of a bitch! Okay, fucking seriously, why the hell does everybody have to try and fucking call me whenever I'm recording? Like, seriously, what the fuck? I don't even fucking remember what I was about to say. <laughs> well, then let someone else speak. Who else, what's some of other people's favorite comedy shows? I think Ben's up. Uh, aside from Letterkenny... No. Fuck. I can't... I can't really think of anything offhand, because... Quite honest. You don't, you don't watch like Impractical Jokers or like anything. At well, you gotta you gotta understand, Matt. Lately, I've just haven't had time for much of anything. I'm not talking about lately, nigga. You fucking oh, you were born in eighty fucking eight, bro. You fucking had time to watch fucking TV shows. Mm. Yeah, you know it was always about planes. You know it was. You know what? I lived in a fucking airport, so there is that. <laughs> You literally did, man. That's like your life setting was like one of those, uh, like the Royal Tenenbaums, like whoever that guy is, Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> My family lived inside of an airport. <laughs> well, it's better than living inside of a cardboard box, I guess. Yes, but in my cardboard box, it could be anything. I'm in a plane. I'm in a boat. I'm in an alleyway covered in cat piss. Also, I was around planes. I was around planes. I do remember driving out to your house and we're like, is this it? And Sybil's like, he lives at the airport? Yeah, I guess. My big fuck off B-17 hangar house. Dude, it really sucks because like the only way to get to Ben's house is you gotta fuck with the TSA. <laughs> Please spread your asshole, sir. Thank you, sir. You can have your stuff back. What was awesome, though, about it was uh, on the offhand chance that uh, there wasn't too much light pollution and you could actually look into the fucking stars and shit with the cloud, with uh, no cloud cover. Dude, yeah, Brownwood had some juicy areas where you could see fucking stars. My, my house out there and, like, on 183, like, seriously, that... that... We got to see the stars all the time. I moved to Austin. I'm like, what in the fuck is a star? Well, no, Dude, the thing in the fucking sky. No, what was the fucking best though was uh, Matt. You know how there was a uh, uh, how there was a porch area after you go up, uh, like the porch area balcony almost after you go up the fucking stairs before you hang a left into the actual house house. Yeah, you know, pretty much fuse the trailer park into your fucking. <laughs> Into the office. So if you like your refrigerator was just the vending machine. <laughs> my fridge. There was an alcohol <laughs> fridge outside the fucking building. <laughs> but no, uh, if you kept going up, 
uh, there would be stairs that led to a catwalk, and if you kept going across... I remember the catwalk. Yeah, you kept going up the catwalk and up the stairs, there would be a hatch that would lead you to the actual rooftop of the fucking hangar. Which was also our bungalow. <laughs> Once again, we live in a Wes Anderson film. <laughs> All like, of this took place inside of a shoe from a gypsy. Like, that was the best fucking place to look at the damn stars, not gonna lie. <laughs> I do like some stars, man. Mm-hmm. I remember one time me and a Caleb, we were tripping acid sitting on my trampoline one night. And we just, we were staring at one star that was just, it was just... Pretty much Star Wars was happening way over there, and we were watching all of it. We were like, dude, that shit is going off right now, bro. <laughs> was it blinking really quickly? I don't know. I was on acid. Fair enough. It was probably a Quasar, and you guys were just like, holy shit. Which, incidentally, a Quasar is infinitely more cool than a fucking Star Wars movie. Quasar was the name of one of my horses that I had at the airport. Quasar oh. is the name of my left testicle. <laughs> a quasar is a spinning star that's literally bursting out with energy that's just fucking absurd. Like here I am, world. I but honestly, remember, aren't uh, all the star aren't all the stars we are seeing already dead? Uh, depends no. on how far out they are. Yeah. I still remember uh, Dolly. I when we were playing Conan Exiles, I made a horse. I had a black horse, and Dolly had told me to name it Quasar. And uh, <laughs> she was. I remember when Ben first came to the server. He's like, "Who the fuck named their horse Quasar?" Yeah, I I tried that game and just the character creation menu when you're just crucified. <laughs> I was like, "This is insane." It. <laughs> and then I got out and I was like, "This could be cool." And it's like, "You need water. You need food." I was like, "God damn it!" Like that should just come with it. <laughs> Survival games, bud. Yep. It's fun, Dude, I already but, uh, live a survival game, man. I need to get away from that shit. But uh, well, I got told to do that, to but apparently it would piss Ben off. Because apparently, like, didn't it, did you not, like, like, Quasar hated you or something, right? No, Quasar was cool. Um, ben was an asshole. Hence yeah. why... Hints, yeah, uh, that's why you're an asshole, bud. We yeah. let you know every day. Well, no, actually, no. He was goofy as fuck. Uh, hence why my grandma named him that uh, before yeah, giving him to Yeah, he lived us. in a fucking airport. <laughs> well, no. No joke. I took... We had three horses. We had uh, Ben, Quasar, and Dodger. Dodger was the... Dodger, that's one. Dodger was the fucking psychopath horse that makes Toshi seem mild-mannered. Like, shout out to Connor and his fucking murder cat. This horse got you beat. Yeah, but that cat also hates you, so... Well, if it's dead, there's no use in beating that horse anymore. <laughs> but no, like, uh, no joke. We went on a fucking trail ride with the three of them. And initially, I was riding, you know, the horse that was named after me. The motherfucker... I was riding Ben. That's the dream. It's like that Rodney Carrington song, Fred Riding Fred. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I was I was riding the fucker, decided to go into wow. a full on oh, wow. fucking decided to go into a full on fucking gallop to catch up with everybody. And this little fucking bag of ass decides to buck a little bit and throw me off. And then he stops, goes up to me, and I'm like, What the fuck is wrong with you? And he sticks his fucking tongue out at me. And I'm like, Fuck you. 
So, yep. you get for trying to put your dick in an ant like a fake horse, bud. <laughs> God, the other one tried to fucking kill me though. Inky Kelly and the sexy stud. Like no, no fucking joke. I... Been, when he went to go feed his horses, and like Dodger just picked up the fucking feed thing and just yeeted it at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeet. Like he fucking pinned his ears, gave me a soulless stare. He's like, you know, shit like that. He said, and I quote, "I hate you, Ben. I will destroy your world." Yep, no joke. It was, it was. That guy was, that guy was a fucking serial killer, and apparently, I was on his shit list. Ooh, can we do a serial killer episode? I'm totally down. So I would but love I think that. I just hated T-Rexes, so I think that's what was going on. Well, a T-Rex riding a horse, now you get <laughs> out of here, that's too funny. <laughs> I'm knocking his ass back in the goddamn create creations. You would like You'd be like Radon from fucking, like Radon's Star Scourge from uh, Elden Ring. He's like this super intense fucking boss you gotta fight on like just a plane of desert. I need... But he, he rides a tiny little horse, and so hilarious. I still need to get Elden Ring. I know there's a version of it on Steam. Yeah. Yeah, PC's got it. Yeah. Whenever whenever all the crazy shit's over with, I might congratulate myself with some Elden Ring. If uh, Demon Souls hasn't come out for PC yet, because I... Dude, just get... El like, are you good at Souls games? I'm good at Souls games. With I'm decent with Souls games, I'll say that. Because uh, you know... OG I'm Demon not... Souls from the PS3, right? Yes. I got and through. That's... I got through like ten or twelve bosses. Wow. <laughs> See, I want to re-get the the remake they did of it, but uh, I'm not very good at them. I've played all of them. I I got past like two bosses on Bloodborne, but Elden Ring gave me since it's an open world map, it gave me the opportunity to get good. Because mm -hmm. I went back and I I downloaded Elden or uh, Bloodborne. Yeah, and I I got straight through everybody. Went to the first boss, and I killed him on the first try without dying once. Hell yeah, dude! Because that's how. Because like, dude, Elden Ring just teaches you. Because like, I already had to get used to dodging and shit playing God of War. Yes. And you gotta kind of let your use your peripherals to see shit. But like with Elden Ring, each enemy has its own like time attack. So it's like you gotta get that shit precise sometimes, or you're. It's an easy game to get so pissed off that you're like, I'm not playing this anymore, but if you stick with it and you finally kill that boss that's killed you a thousand times, bro, like, I've... Oh, I've never oh, felt not, so alive. There's not a, a feeling that's more satisfying than that. Because, like, with, with those... That's that's the problem with the Souls games, is if they're, you can't get past the boss, you're just going to constantly keep running into that wall until you beat him. With Elden Ring, if you hit that boss, you can just literally go anywhere else, fight it, find another boss that you might can get, you know, level up a couple times, get some new shit, get some new magic, new weapons, new armor, and come back and spank them. I've had to do that many times. I admittedly suck at Souls games, so I just don't play them. Like, I play Fallen Order, and that's literally all I got. Elden Ring, because uh, Jared's been going ham on it, and he's he compares it to a... Yeah. Uh, it's like Breath of the Wild with all the difficulty set to max. Even then, I don't know. Sometimes, like games like Breath of the Wild, stuff, I just I can't really get into. Like those. I, I don't. I I haven't played Nintendo games. I'm PlayStation all day. Like my wife has a Switch. My kid has a Switch. 
So anyway, one of my uh, I have two favorite cartoons. It's Futurama and uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, okay, all right. I guess we're going into cartoons now. Hell yeah, let's do this. So Matt, yeah, those are those are solid. Futurama was I haven't watched all of it like my like my wife has done that, but that was one of those shows that like it it grew on me as I got older. Kind of like King of the Hill. I didn't like it when I was little, but now it's fucking hilarious. Yes. Like King of the Hill. It's because you watch the dolphin rape scene and you just keep thinking it's of the that. The only one that I've ever seen, apparently, because every time I like go watch it, like on TV, like I guess I could go through and stream the whole damn thing now. But like, Dude. when I was watching it, it was always that fucking one where the dolphin. Rapes. Every time I've watched Breaking Bad, Devin always comes in on the train episode. Oh. Four. Every time, it's all she's like. It's always this fucking episode. Shit. Nah. What, what was their other one? You Futurama and what? Avatar: The Last Airbender, obviously. Yeah. See, I I watched a, a good bit of it. I haven't sat through it all. Devin wants to watch through with me, but like for like an um, American anime cartoon, like it's it's got a great story. Honestly, I think M Night Shyamalan did the best with it, but that's just my opinion. It will fucking murder your family. <laughs> I will use fake shitty CG hand farts at you, bud. Dare you? In that Shyamalan did a good job. <laughs> that he, makes me just hateful. <laughs> he did you know what? Everything that happened yesterday was nothing compared to what you just said to me. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I could ease that for you, though. <laughs> and now I'm so angry. I just like. I now want to kill somebody with electricity. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually watched the movie, and I don't. I just like to fuck around with the whole thing. I don't really care about it. Wait, what What movie? The Avatar movie? The Oh, yeah, my bad. That one, the... yeah. I've been, I've been drinking. <laughs> oh, that's a great movie! No, uh, no. no. <laughs> it's not, it's trash. It's total fucking trash. Yeah, Avatar's trash. solid, and Futurama's solid, and actually Futurama's coming back with a new season and all the same characters, I believe, so. I'm, I am, no, I'm, I'm... No. I'm... saying. I'm not enthusiastic about that because they ended it on a perfect fucking note. What do you mean? And like, yeah, and no, because like, because uh, it just whole thing is they could still come back at any time with that. Seriously, they still could come back at any time. Ending. I did like the ending though. Yeah, I mean, well, think about it like this: you have a show that literally started in the 1990s. And they followed it through, like, what was the last episode? 2011? 2014? 2013? Yeah. I think so. They, I honestly think they ended it on the highest note possible. They they, they should just let it fucking go. I think they could, but who knows, man? The new season can come out, and you, it could be fire, bro. I, it might be, but I've just been... If, if it's all the same people behind it like they're gonna put the same amount of love and effort into the show Creators it's it's not it's not gonna be like a ripoff when they tried to redo rocky horror picture show with fucking like rupaul or whatever which was i gave it i gave it a watch i started it i was like you know i'm gonna give it a go just so i can have an opinion and during like the second song i'm like nope i'm fucking done this is garbage how dare you do that to rocky horror you stand where he stood now, see, I I'll would. You're wearing those lace that he wore. I would agree yeah. with you on that, but at the same time, 
It could be a situation kind of like how Mike Judge brought back Beavis and Butthead in 2011. and Bro, that was great. My wife is not a huge fan of Beavis and Butthead, but season four where they're watching like fucking 16 and Pregnant and like, dude, it was fucking great, man. That got her into enjoying Beavis and Butthead. I might not have... You really didn't didn't like it, dude? It's fucking like, give it a rewatch, man, because it's... I might have to give it... I might have to give it another rewatch because I forget, I forget what other show was competing for airtime with it, because the I, reason Mike Judge did that because he was watching MTV and he's like, this is fucking terrible. I gotta yeah. bring this back so Beavis and Butthead can talk shit about Jersey Shore, which they fucking did and it's fucking great. Now, I did just watch the first episode. And I'll admit, I was in a bit of a funk whenever I fucking watched it. Rewatch, it's, there's, it's just, it's still Beavis and Butthead, man. There's nothing, the only thing is they're watching terrible MTV now. Okay. Because, like, the, the first, one of the episodes, they're, they're, like, watching Twilight or whatever, and it's like, I will always love you, even if my heart stops beating. So, you know, Butthead's like, hey, check this out, Beavis. And whispers in some chicks ear like, I will always love you, even when my heart stops beating. <laughs> but anyway, they're like, man, we gotta get chicks, so they try to become a vampire, or a werewolf. Oh dear so God. So they just give, they give homeless dude, like, some gum, and he bites the shit out of him. All right, sorry, and sorry and so they're that. sitting there on the fucking alleyway, just about to fucking die, and these girls are like, the kids look really bad, like, we should call the cops, or get them help. And then they, they see the chicks coming, like, it's working, Beavis. They can't resist. They can't resist our natures. Hey, Jace, did you say something? He said yeah, he's sir. back. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I, didn't, dinner, I, dinner. I didn't know he left. Yeah, <laughs> dinner was disagreeing uh, with me. It would tell you, like, no, and you said, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, dinner. You're going in my gullet. <laughs> yeah, man, give it a re- because it was, like, it's, it's leagues above. I still do love the old... Beavis and Butthead, because, like, I, I was watching it the other day, and Vincent was around. I already let, I let Vincent, he's seen all of Rick and Morty, he watched a South Park with me, like, I'm fine, I'm fine with him seeing violence and dumb shit, it's when it gets sex that I, you know, I'll cut him off at that, but. Oh, of course. Yeah, we were watching some Beavis and Butthead, and, like, his exact quote was, like, I do not like that slow guy's laugh. <laughs> so he just doesn't like Butthead going, huh. <laughs> I think, but it was it was the episode where he ends up choking on a nacho and like Beavis is trying to go help him and he keeps getting distracted and then he ends up buying nachos instead of helping him and by yeah. the time he gets back like Butthead's fucking dead and then he steps on his stomach and coughs him up and then Beavis ends up eating the fucking chip and he starts choking it's fucking great. <laughs> I told Ben one time that he looked like Butthead in high school when he had braces. That's Steve or Devin Holcomb. That yeah. Devin Holcomb is fucking butt. He's got the same laugh and everything. That's the thing. I could pull off both Beavis and Butthead's laugh back then. Shut up, Beavis. Let me kick your ass. <laughs> you want fries with that? Connor just got on Final Fantasy. That little faggot. <laughs> you want fries with that? Did I ask for fries, dumbass? I ain't gone holy. I need TP for my buttonhole. All right. Uh, I guess if we're talking cartoons, um, yeah, probably three of my favorite cartoons. Uh, South Park, good, just because I can still get the best giggles out of their dumbest shit. Like, I mean, the jokes are funny, but the funnier parts for me are just the people in the background, like wait, what? Like all the dumb shit. 
Or or their fucking songs, man. Like the Limmy Winks fucking shit. Like it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if he's here today. Another top. Another fucking top one for me, which I've been down with since day one, is Metalocalypse. Yes. That shit on it, like, cause Devin kind of likes metal, but she fucking loves Metalocalypse. I've I've caught her listening to Death Clock on her own, and I'm like, ah, a guitar solo. Met- Metalocalypse is kind of the gateway drug for anybody who might get into metal. Well, no, that's like, disturbed. That is disturbed, and I'll fight on that hill. Brendan Brendan Small's first cartoon was a uh, Home Movies, which I really I really enjoyed. Home Movies was just one of those weird Adult Swim shows that was like mildly funny, but he wanted this whole like dry airtime kind of show like dr cats or whatever yeah and uh, you know he kind of stopped doing that for a while but he was really getting into his guitar and he's like dude he started seeing like keeping up with the kardashians and shit he's like dude what if they were just like a metal band and so he started putting together the idea of like oh yeah okay so like this this band they're like they're they're the most famous band in the world and they're, they're gonna live in this fucking fancy tower and and then he brought it to his art director, and he's like, that's not metal. So he just took a Viking boat, turned it upside down, put all the spikes, and that's Morthouse. And then he's like, he saw the metal-ocalypse, and yeah. all the butlers always get fucking murdered, and looks up the swans of slips and some bloods. You got the fucking metal-headed clown that's all constantly on cocaine. Dr. Rockzo, the rock and roll Rockzo. clown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I sorry. Heard... I fell down. I like I cocaine! <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I heard he does cocaine, <laughs> dude. The um, and because they put out four solid seasons. Yep. And then he was gonna end it with the final season, but apparently Adult Swim told him like, "You don't like don't end your show yet." So that's when he made the Doomstar Requiem, which is essentially season five, but it's a one-hour-long metal opera, which is a fucking masterpiece. It's so good. Like, I've literally cried multiple times watching it because, like, it's not just straight metal the whole time because he's like, I don't want to listen to just that all the time. There's fucking gorgeous fucking falsettos in it. There's, like, a whole thriller sequence. There's, It's season five, man, and shit's hitting the fan, and they're realizing they have to go rescue their bandmate who's been kidnapped by the brother of the fucking guy who got shot and stabbed with a codpiece in season one type shit. <clears throat> But what sucked is they ended it on a cliff note, or not? Goddamn cliffhanger. <laughs> cliffhanger, yes. <laughs> yeah. They ended it on a cliffhanger where essentially Murderface has been infected by something. He's losing. And his... the only reason they did that is because Adult Swim told them to keep it open. He's losing his cock. It's got to be. But, but then, <laughs> when he's like, "Let me make the last of it," and they're like, "Nah, nah." But now he finally has the green light, and I I believe they're working on the final movie right now. Yeah, because like, I, I I started on piano when I was like twelve. I moved to guitar when I was like fifteen, and forever, I had my beginner starter two hundred dollar little red Epiphone, like yeah. a red SG. And I was like, I'm not gonna get another guitar until I feel I've earned it. And I waited fifteen years till I bought my next guitar. And what guitar did I fucking buy? Squiscars, fucking Silverburst, Thunderhorse. Fuck yes. Like, dude, it's, uh, it's, everyone, like, my whole goal in my life was to get an Explorer and a Marshall Half Stack. 
I have both of those. I have a Metalocalypse Edition Explorer with a gig bag that's got the Metalocalypse logo on it and a fucking $1,300 Marshall half stack I got for $75. Fuck yeah, bud. That shit will never happen again. Nope. Fucking cherish that shit, dude. And what yeah. sucks is because everyone shows me guitars like, hey, check the, like, I don't, I don't want another guitar. I don't need another guitar. The, the only other, other guitar I will buy is going to be a double neck, and that's just going to be for the wow factor. That, I like, I, ha I have everything I need, man. And I will go back into a fire for my PS5, my guitar, and my amp. <laughs> Forget the wife and kid. <laughs> she, no, my wife's going to be carrying the other half of the amp. It's fucking heavy. <laughs> Vincent's going to come out with the monster cables for the fucking amp. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's just a show that's always... it's It means everything to me, man. It's, it's fucking funny. It's heavy metal which i fucking love and then my third show and this is mainly for variety but i still enjoy it every time i put it on and that's robot chicken yes yep robot chicken was fire from the get-go and even though there's a lot of things that are just like that was dumb there's it's still you get so much for your 15 minutes yeah and honestly, they need to be nominated for show canceled the most times because they get canceled at the end of every season. Technically, well, maybe not like on paper, but definitely in the show they get canceled. Yeah. But like, because I, I watch that show with Vincent sometimes too, and of course he's going to, like, it's, it's toys violently punching babies sometimes, like. <laughs> But like, nah, man, Robot Chicken's just fucking hilarious. I love that Seth Green is doing shit. Because yeah. he was even on a roast. I, I think he's on the Justin Bieber roast. And he's like, man, I'm surprised I'm here. Because, like, unlike you, I'm the only one with a job here. And, and it may just be a stupid show in Adult Swim, but I at least have work to do after this. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck. Y'all are forgetting another uh, cartoon, well, what you got, dude? King of the Hill. Well, we talked about that. Well, we mentioned it, but like, yeah, King of the Hill was one of those. Like when I'd be over at my mom's and the Simpsons and stuff would come on. Yeah. It was like I was just getting through it. But a couple years ago, I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to sit through King of the Hill. And I was surprised that my favorite character of all of them was Peggy. What? What? Dude. I, I seriously I like dude she's she's just like a tough bitch and what really made me love her was when her and that Connie chick were like having this battle of donating blood to be better than one or the other <laughs> but they they ended up doing it so much where they couldn't donate anymore and and so Peggy ended up leaving town to go donate somewhere else so she could win the prize and you just see her crawling up in the back of her fucking yard because she's has a lot of blood loss like i win and i'm like i fucking love that shit she got she had it was a fucking mug wasn't it yes it was the fucking mug <laughs> and like i i didn't i wasn't expecting that man. I, I like it's just one of those that's like it's just a good show man i know it's not a cartoon uh per se but it's a show that's been on forever and i finally pulled the fucking trigger on it uh, Stranger Things. Dude, yeah. Stranger Things was pretty good. It's... 
I'm hooked at... I've seen all three seasons, and for me, the scariest part of the whole thing is in season two with the Mind Flayer, because uh, it's, you know, the first one, there's like, you know, monsters that are like leaf skin monsters, you know, it's scary, it'll kill you. The third one kind of has these other monsters, but you can still kill them. In season two, the Mind Flayer is this giant, like, six-legged fucking smoke monster that's like... It's like HP Lovecraft-type shit. Yeah. Based on the actual Mind Flayer from uh, D&D? Yes, exactly. Yeah, the, the whole thing is D&D, man, because they're in the upside... Like, that's how they have to explain it, kind of. It's it's but, basically it starts out it starts out with these four kids playing a D and D campaign in the in their mom's basement, and it's it's basically just a live action retelling of the D and D campaign in the sense that they are dealing with the creatures and shit that they're coming across in the campaign. Yeah, that was that was a solid show though. It's it's legit and. It, I just I just thought of it. It just came to my fucking head. You know, see, and for me, until I finally play a fucking session, I I won't. I I only can vicariously live through D and D through my wife. It's 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 due to happen, especially since. Oh, I know. It's it's gonna have. It has to, man. Oh yeah, especially with the uh, the bullshit that we've got going on. I'm actually coming up with an instrumental playlist uh, on the offhand chance that we want to fucking record something. But I'm definitely going to have to get a new or another SSD so I can hold all that shit. But no, cartoon wise, I would have to say I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick to local stuff. So because we're going to do an anime one separate. Yes, anime would be its own. Anime is its own fucking thing. Um, King of the Hill for one. And let's see. Ah, King of the Hill, Futurama, and just because everybody's got a fucking nostalgia boner for it, including myself, Invader Zim. Oh, yes. Yes. Like, Invader Zim was one of those shows, kind of like Rin and Stimpy, where Nickelodeon didn't know what it really was, and it got slipped by the censors. Except instead of sexual innuendos like Rin and Stimpy, it's, you know, that grotesque depictions of, like, uh, overindulgence, for one, with the fucking hamburger joint. Speaking of indulgence, Jonan Vasquez, the creator of Invader Zim, who also has a comic book called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, yes, really needs its own. It needs its own uh, animated show, man. Animated yeah, it show. definitely does, man. Dude. But he's one of the only because he doesn't ever do like other stuff other than his own shit. Yeah. But mindless self indulgence is. One of the only bands that he has done multiple like music videos for. Hmm. Seems like we need to uh, get a hold of some people to make some calls, and then those people will make calls, and then those people will make calls, and then next thing you know, Giant. The, the only like I love Invader Zim, but the only thing I hated with it is it's kind of the same thing with like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. 
like, like Harley Harley Quinn, like every girl's like I'm girl, like mm, doom 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 doom. Like it, the fan the fans kind of ruin it a bit. The fans killed it. The okay. Same thing with Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty's great, but if you if you start using it, it's like you have to be smart to enjoy it. Like shut the fuck up. See, I like, will. It's not that at all. I will admit, I was initially turned off from Rick and Morty because of the fans and shit, and I can't tell you how many fucking times I've heard of Pickle Rick. Which was pickle, pickle. Honestly, Pickle Rick is overrated, but when it came out, it was it, that's a great episode. Oh yeah, whenever it's, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty much a Die Hard, but he he's he makes like the suit out of a bunch of rats. It's fucking badass. Oh yeah, it did not it did not let down. No no no, and I I've seen that episode. I watched it over at a uh my buddy Buzz's place. Whenever I watched it, Matt. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, because he. he Dalton's like, I, I don't like that. And then we were just watching it when it was over. And I remember when he laughed the first time because him and Jerry went to some fucking place and, like, he ended up... Uh, they all got trapped in this time thing for a minute, but that allowed the sedative in Rick to dissipate. Yeah. So he used his little gadget on his arm to grab the gun out of the hand but it was just like a little small plunger that shot out, and then he went to grab it, but his hand wasn't big enough, so he swiped at it like three times. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like you and the word Epoch have a lot of catching up to do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I... It's got some pretty interesting, like, life, you know, like, advice, Dude, too. The, one of the, one the... of the things that hits me still, it's like, if you're not actually like taking chances and like you're not living, so what's the point? Dude, one of the scenes that always kind of sticks with me is when um, it's like the end of an episode, and he just goes to his garage, and he puts this little like crystal in this thing and puts his head between the the little shocky thing, and then he passes out right before it would explode his head. <laughs> like that's just that shit. That's like, bro, he almost fucking just took himself out. Same thing with Breaking Bad, by the way, because he goes out there, and he's in his underwear, and he just crashed this shit, and he hears sirens, and he has his gun, he doesn't know what to do, and he's panicking, so he just pulls it to his head, and he pulls the trigger, but the safety's on. So he freaks out and throws the gun down, but it's like, if the safety wasn't on, there'd be no Breaking Bad. Definitely not. Nope. But, yeah, I think that's... That's about it. The with regards to King of the Hill. Truth be told, I can see I can see a little bit of all of us in it. I mean, that's how you end up liking because you can relate to it, you know. Yeah, one reason why I actually gravitated towards Stranger Things because, uh, I mean, you know the you know as the... you like waffles and your favorite number is eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, waffles are delicious. Waffles are amazing. No, uh, but no, like the core group in that fucking show is four, is uh four people, and I just can't help but think of uh, uh the three best motherfuckers that I know. Who are they? Motherfucker, look at a uh... goddamn mirror. <laughs> I'm sorry, I break them every time I do. Don't stand on them. I don't know if that's an ugly joke or a fat joke at this point, and I'm, I'm upset. I think it's both, you fat, <laughs> ugly son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, no. Nah. You fucking cry, Ben. Call me fat. How dare you? 
No one ever calls me fat. You heard You're me fat, cry fat, yesterday. Fat. Thanks, man. No, it's like I told my I told my wife today. It's like honestly, like even though it could be bad, like you need to hit me a lot more than you do because she doesn't. She's never hit me. I even when I'm like, just do it. Like get it out of the way. No, what you need to like, do? Knock my teeth out or something. I know I have something coming to me. No, dude, go go mid nineties television commercial on her ass and get sock and boppers. Sock and boppers, sock and boppers. <laughs> I'm gonna put my dick in this later. <laughs> and then and just to add some more fun to it, get some fucking moon shoes. Fucking moon, oh, moon shoes. <laughs> You'll break your ankle and get a concussion, but it'll happen. Oh, and it's so worth it. It's yeah, so and meanwhile, you might as well get one of those, like, little spiral Beyblade-pulling fucking fairy Barbies that, like, took people's eyes out because they made a plastic-flying fucking death trap. While, while at the same time, you're yo-yoing with those fucking uh, rewinding fireball things. <laughs> and then there's Beyblades, too. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, honestly, just a few years, like, back in our one-bedroom apartment in Brownwood... Me, Austin Chambers, and Caleb Sparks, for like a solid month and a half, we invested in a lot of Beyblades. I still have them. I still have. We bought an arena. That shit's still fun, bro. Because <laughs> we, we, dude, we, I had like five or six of them, man. I'd piece together badass ones, and we're just getting stoned playing Beyblades, dude. It's badass. <laughs> That's fucking badass. I remember... See, but what sucks now is if you go buy a Beyblade, like, they don't have metal on them anymore. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. But yeah, it's... so, like, bring your shitty fucking fifth-generation Pokemon Beyblade here, and I'm gonna crush it. Fuck yeah, bud. In my ass. I remember Dude, the first I'm... time I went over to your fucking apartment, we played Russian Roulette through an app on my phone. Oh, man, we should have just did it with the real thing. That would have been so much better. <laughs> It's just like we just play with an automatic, so we both lose. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I still got the fucking video because my dumbass uh, decided to record everybody just spinning the fucking chamber and everything, and then putting the putting the phone. To I their do head. remember that. Yes. I yeah. Do, yeah. I remember. I remember swipe like oh, shit. I swiped right on you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was before we went over to my uncle Blaine's place, or something. Because I remember it. Uh, Charlie was with us. He lives in the gift shop at the airport. <laughs> God dang. Freaking nostalgia moments again. What the fuck? Nostalgia! Basically. We could have a whole yeah, nostalgia. We, like, honestly, we're like... Because I've been getting a lot of feedback on our podcast already with like... What do you talk about? Like, honestly, any and everything, man. We'll pick a couple topics and then we'll do certain like specific topics or like... We're gonna. We can cover whatever the fuck we want, man. It's it's the same shit with me. They're like, "What do you guys talk about?" Here's the premise: talk about anything, make fun of everything. Nothing is off the table. Yes, that's what? a good way to put it, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about like our topics are just kind of more suggestions that we touch on sometimes. Like we're pulling a fucking Barbarossa with this, making guidelines. But I also listen to podcasts like 
like come town and they just fucking bullshit and make gay jokes the whole time and hate on everything and it's hilarious but they don't talk about anything that's why i listen to it on 1.5 speed <laughs> and yet they're still somehow amazingly successful and here we are with actual production value <laughs> dude like for for real man like uh, that screenshot i sent you which honestly when y'all told me like do you know what you just sent us? Because, like, I forgot. I, I, yeah. The, the picture on my keyboard on my phone is of a sexy pic my wife sent. Yep. And I've stared at it so long that's like, because I sent so many screenshots to people. <laughs> Dude, when, the, when the, the lady helped us help pay for the rent, I, I screenshotted the entire conversation and sent it to my grandfather. <laughs> and so you're like you know what you, like it's it's honestly it's fine like it's it it's okay i it, mean she's not naked or nothing but like at least it's still like it's like she's in a bikini yeah basically like she about to be in my fucking face bro god she sends me that shit at work and stuff and i'm like i'm around people right now what are you doing you crazy and it, sorry guys we're going to the bathroom for the eighth time today and truth be told matt the way that you were basically found out whenever I whenever I saw it, I was like, oh, that's a tasteful picture. Wait a second. Is that the Kubrick drawing that Matt yeah, has in the background? It's, it's my serial killer paintings we have hanging up. Yeah. Well, no, and it was the Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick, yes. Yeah, the fucking Kubrick one. And I'm like, wait a second. Kubrick's in the background. Devin, hi, what's up? <laughs> I say that to her every time I spread them cheeks. <laughs> wax on the wax off and then your son oh yeah God. if you're friends with matt you get to eventually see his wife's ass so there's that which well it's like the people that like show nudes of their girlfriends or something like they don't respect you no. i don't i don't mind y'all you know seeing like that's that's fine that's but i'm like i'd rather show somebody a dick pic from me than like you get pictures of your wife's tits and like shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, I mean, I would never even ask for a, like a picture of my friend's wife's tits. No, yeah, I, like I don't even like. That's fucker. You I don't even want to. Even though I I'm bisexual and I love seeing big dicks, like I don't really necessarily want to see all of my friends' dicks because then I got to look at their face as well. <laughs> well, this dickhead over here. It's fucking guy. But, I mean, if you got a good dick, I'll be like, yo, solid dick, bro. It's real good fucking dick, bro. <laughs> Is it bad that I just want to, like, call into work tomorrow and be like, you know, I just don't want to go in today. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad to feel like that, because fuck, everybody feels like that. Dude, my job would fall apart if I, I... I left early one day just so we could view a house, and I came back, and they're like, we're missing, like, 200 photos. And the only reason we were missing those is because someone's tablet died and they charged it away from my computer because I upload all the pictures for the this inventory we take. Oh, God So, dude, it's a whole stressful thing where it's like, fucking tell me that y'all fucking had a separate tablet that had all these missing photos. <laughs> but also, that's why I got my fucking raise, man. Because I went and I was like, bro, I, I'm worth fucking $20 at least. He's like, done. I was like, really? That was Okay, cool, bet. Yeah, the only only reason I'm staying at my shit-ass fucking job is because it's got guaranteed weekends off, and I'm not missing on another family reunion thing. Yeah, we're, we're, you're, st you're still in Texas, right? Uh, yeah, dude. 
just uh just south of DFW. Okay, cool. Like I'm I'm within like thirty no, not even thirty minutes. I'm like eighteen, twenty minutes away from Charlie. Texas is the one place where, because like any other place you go, you drive four hours, you go through a thousand cities. Texas, yeah. you drive for four hours, and you congratulations, you got to Lubbock. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that's that's if you lived in like Brownwood. <laughs> but yeah, and that's I... another cool reason why I like last podcast on the left because Marcus Parks was born in Lubbock, Texas, man. Yeah. So he's just a good old boy who loves digging fucking holes and fucking dirt, man. Yep. Dig it up. I'll, I'll dig it. But yeah, like I met up with uh, I met up with Charlie over at a fucking uh, at a fucking Chick Fil A, and then Jono came and we're like, "Hey, let's check out Midget Town." And so we uh, checked that place that, out. Yeah, that looked great, dude. That like that's a place to like shoot like a music video or something. Dude, I'm going back with a goddamn grappling hook. Dalton has it. It was in my truck. And I had I just pulled it out yesterday. I was like, oh, I've had this in my truck for. Literally- I, like I know I know he's getting a grappling hook, but I I picture the end of it just being the butt plug part for him, <laughs> so he can hang like a spider or something. Well, no, like because if you hurt. look at the fucking place, it's the most tagged place around except for the top of those damn smokestacks. And those smokestacks are like two, three hundred feet up. I want to hit the very top. Sometimes you got to man. There's that uh. The little underpass in Brownwood, right by that liquor store. Yeah. And I've always wanted to just hit that side with an anarchy sign, man. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm. I'm not a like. I'm a cri- I do criminal shit. You know, I, I buy drugs and stuff and drinking cars. But like, I I'm not really a vandal. I don't steal any like. I used to steal shit, and then I like it. Like it's never good. It's always takes it makes it a cursed item yeah nah with with me it's just the fact that i want to do something a little crazy and it's obviously something that not a lot of people have done if if we go there i hate heights but dude like if it's like dude let's go tag this like i i know to just not look down dude seriously because uh I mean, Dalton can confirm this shit. I got a whole fucking climbing set. I got, like, a carabiner. I got 500 feet of 550 cord. I've got video camera sunglasses. You're also, like, 100 foot tall with little tiny arms, so, like, I'm sure (laughs) you can make something work. And climbing gloves. (laughs) I don't know why everyone talks about don't look down when you're up high. To me, if I look up, I will freak the fuck out. But if I look down... I'm like, okay, I know where I am in relative position to do No, no me, I... Fuck out if I look up. I hate heights, and I hate spiders. Those are my phobias. Everyone's like, oh, just get over it. Like, dude, I, I mess with spiders. I've been on high stuff. I... Well, I'm not like, going to get over, like, their fear of spiders and shit, because I'll be like, you can't just get over that shit. Well, even in the military, man, like, the first three days, you're going to do everything. You know, you have to climb up this giant fucking single rope you know you're you gotta rappel down you gotta there's one where there's like four planks just on some sticks that are like 40 feet in the air and you have to go up one side and down the other side just with you and three other people yep did you ever do the whole uh did you ever do the whole uh over and under thing on an incline it's like, like you, with, you with go the, with the, the ropes no, you go over one plank and then under the other. Over one plank, under the other. Over one plank, under the other. And it goes up for about, like, uh, I don't even know how many feet. 
But it's on it's on a gradual incline the entire fucking way. Like for for me being afraid of height like, oh you're not afraid of heights, you're afraid of falling. Like, no, I'm afraid of heights. Like vertigo is such a thing. It's like your brain will make you think you're getting pushed forward. Cause I we me and Devin went we took a week off of work, got my friend and Andrew and Matt Summers and we went to Shan and Rio's in New Mexico. Because Joey and Jackie were there too, but we all had tickets to go see Queens of the Stone Age at Red Rocks in Colorado. Nice. It was, dude, yeah, it was fucking badass, man. But we went to the Rio Gorge Bridge or whatever. And I was like, oh, I, I know, uh, you know, they kissed at this, at the middle of it in uh, Natural Born Killers. So we were walking out there, man, and probably about a third of the way, dude, like just my peripherals seeing downward. I fucking hit the ground and I instinctively crawled back to safe <laughs> land. You're like low crawl. I low couldn't, crawl. dude. I couldn't. I tried. It's, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. I'll do it if I have to. The military, you know, I, you know, I, I, I do construction sometimes. I got to deal with like fascia and shit on top of roofs. I can do it, dude. That, but it's not fun for me. That fucking reminds me whenever I took Hannah with me to Midget Town. Because uh, she wanted to see what all the craziness was about. And uh, there's this 30-foot fucking ladder inside the actual building on the second on the second floor. So you're looking over a balcony, looking up at this huge-ass ladder. And she's like, what if I fall? What if I fall? And I'm like, well, that's easy. You're going to fucking die. <laughs> no, I was like, well, that's easy. You go first. And she's like, fuck you. I hate you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. The whole time. And then she gets you just up. just don't fall. She she gets up there and everything. She's like, "Oh, this is amazing." Now, how do I get down? Fuck! Because she's looking down through the through the fucking manhole cover to uh to the ladder and everything and she's like, "I can't move." And I'm like, "That's okay. I got you." <laughs> Dude, in a in basic training, um cuz I was in second platoon, but third platoon, third drill sergeant, he looked just like a Jeremy Renner from like, you know, Hawkeye or the Hurt Locker. He looked just like him. Yes. His name is Drill Sergeant Eisenbrai. It's fucking hilarious. I ended up doing my little skit after FTX based on him because he went to go to Ranger School and he passed out right at the end of the 12-mile road march before he got there, so he didn't make it. So my skit was I, I fucking, oh, I'm going to go to Ranger School, and I went in there and I fucking face-planted in front of everybody. It's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, literally they would call me out of whatever I'd be doing, like, Buendia, go up to third bay. Like, yes, Joe Sarge, like, what do you want? Like, do the skit. Do it. <laughs> Dude, I, I had a drill sergeant hand me his hat, and I was like, sir, like, uh, drill sergeant, I fall during this. I'm not going to risk fucking your hat up. <laughs> but he's the one that helped me get through, like, the tall climbing ropes, because there's one you got to kind of go about 20 feet in the air, and then there's, like, a net that you kind of got to climb, and then there's another, like, 20, 30 feet of a narrow rope bridge going upward, and you need to go all the way up to the top, flip over, and climb the fuck down. And he was at the top of there, man. He saw me fucking freaking out. I was like, bro, just look at me. Make sure all your fucking hand, like, every grip is solid, and just, like, just stare forward, man. You got it. Dude. Sure enough, that's, that's what I do. I just, I zone out, and I make sure my body is safe. So what I'm hearing is we got to go on some sketchy ass adventures to conquer fear. 
<laughs> yes and no. I'm also married and like to be home watching Netflix and not doing dumb <laughs> shit. It'll only be slightly dumb. And I'm fine with trying to... I mean, I honestly, if we get there and I'm like, that's too tall, I'm not fucking doing that. At I'll tag stuff. Yeah, at, but le I, at, least, uh, at least be there to call 911 if I fuck up. <laughs> I got you. I got you on 911, bro. <laughs> Good. Uh, Every time I have anything to do that I just hate, because I honestly hate heights as well, literally the entire time, I'll just be, like, in my head freaking out, but I'll just be, like, to like, because I have first years, right? And I don't want to freak out and then freak them out. So we'll be up on the boom lift and just, I'll just start fucking around and moving the boom lift. And in my head, I'm like, don't do this. This is dumb. But however, I'm like, first year, you're going to be scared. And it's going to be funny. So, see, that's... I don't know, I, I can't stand heights, but I fucking suffer through that shit all the time. Because <laughs> there's been times, like, come get, come work with me, like, fuck no, nigga, you like 600 feet up in the air on fucking glass, like, I ain't doing that shit. Rarely am I ever up that high. I'm so afraid of heights, even if I get too high, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> they'll, like, they'll even tell, like, you can be like, dude, I'm not, not, like, I'm afraid of heights, and then they'll be like, okay, then they'll get somebody else to do the job. Yeah. <sighs> See, I, I would push on and persevere with that because I'm not necessarily afraid of heights. I'm afraid of heights that I can't control. So you put me in a fucking airplane, but you give me the controls? I'll be all right, relatively. You give you're raised in a fucking airport like a <laughs> goddamn fucking... What's it, a folklore? <laughs> <laughs> like, while we're flying to fucking mass in, like, four weeks, I will slap the shit out of you. <laughs> Get a helicopter, and then we can fucking easily tag the top of that thing. Oh, fuck no, dude. I'm getting... I'm putting on my fucking video recording sunglasses. I'm hitting record. I'm getting my gloves on. Getting the 550 cord. Getting the carabiner. Getting my grappling hook. Just for the initial climbing part. Because uh, I think the first half dozen ladder rungs are gone. All right. I'll be on the floor <laughs> trying to paint it before you climb up there. Because you're going to be doing the climb with your little GoPro, mm. and I'm just going to get a badass paintball gun that'll shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be fucking amazing. And I, I, just can't, I just can't fucking describe it, dude. Uh, we got we to gotta do something. Like, you got to... Yeah, it looked great, man. I, I, cause yeah. I saw the picture of you with Jono and Charlie, and I was like, oh, man... <laughs> I love all those dudes. <laughs> we gotta set up a fucking road trip and just fuck around with it, honestly. Oh, dude, and yeah, for sure sometime in the near future once everything's settled and everyone's at a comfortable place, we're all, we have to meet up. Yeah. Because even when I order these stickers, I'm gonna just mail y'all, like, a handful of them and then y'all can sell it. Hell yeah. It's like I was showing uh, my friend Castle who, uh, he, dude, he supports everything we do. Yeah. Everything I do, all my art, my music, our podcast, he listens to every episode. Fuck yes. And so I was telling him, like, which which one of these things make a great sticker? He's like, dude, you should put that on a fucking lighter. And I'm like, can I do that? And then he, like, on Amazon, you can just, he sent a picture of the little triangle thing on a fucking Zippo. And I was like, dude, that's fucking badass. I never well, even thought about that shit. Yeah, we could market it through our fucking Facebook and take orders. Like, what do you think? Yeah, like I said, like, I'm not trying to, like, this podcast has naturally it's, happened it's... that it's like, I don't, we're not going to rush or force anything. Everything's just 
setting up for it. Yeah. Like, all we have to do is just keep doing this every week, man, and everything is going to fall into place, bro. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I'm Honestly, like, like, I, I'm surprised that... I, dude, I, I, it's insane, man. I Because I, Blake and them did it for a bit, and that was great, but they stopped. I mean, but Blake also has a, a gigging band. They legitimately play shows all the time, so... But it's like, I've, I listen to podcasts every day, man, and I've always wanted to do one. And the fact that y'all have the know-how and we have the chemistry we do just from knowing each other. Like, we don't even have... You can't write the chemistry between us. Nah. That shit took decades. <laughs> Literally over a fucking decade. 17 years. Yup. Fuck yeah, man. Our our friendship is almost legal. Connor <laughs> <laughs> can almost drink. God dang. No, please don't drink. Alcohol's bad. Speaking of yes, which, funny, speaking of which, Matt, just as a just as an update on performance, we are all we are getting close to 600 fucking plays. Dude, like, <laughs> it's it's only going to grow. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to keep consistent. And honestly, like, one a week is the quota like we have to do that that has to happen and my only worry is during the end of the month and our move thing yeah i I might have to do it from my phone for an episode or two that's okay i mean and even then like our listeners are gonna be they're gonna understand that i'm fucking moving so yep and plus i mean dalton already fucking did one from eden yeah he he uh, did one with a shitty hotspot I've signal. Several. And, I've done several for me. Yeah, like well, you did one from a shitty hotspot signal that we tried working with a fucking laptop, and then we did a couple from your phone. I'm just saying, man. This is like, I, I this podcast is what I needed, man. It gives it gives me a little extra incentive to like, you know, I'm motivated. I'm I'm excited for it. This, I, I will say, this podcast is basically the representation of something that I knew that we could pull off if we actually set our minds to it. Like, And since we don't have to all meet up to do it, it's a lot easier for everybody. Yeah, because like, I know I've been, ha- I've been fucking harping on the fucking film shit for over a goddamn decade, but I'm just like, we can fucking do something amazing! Well, this is an example. <laughs> yeah man plus I finally get to use this badass mic like I used it for recording a bit but I also fucking hate recording man I, I just want to play the music I don't want to have to play it four times in a row <laughs> well uh, if you ever want to get into proper fucking recording with that we can set you up right to where you're not just you know pointing it at the speaker of a keyboard <laughs> oh, I, like honestly like I'm not too worried about my music because I know that's gonna happen at some point. It has to. I'm. I, I'm. I've been playing music over 20 fucking years, man. We could use. And the, I'm not bad at it. We could use the podcast to help springboard it, dude. Cause uh, uh, Dusty, the dude who was told us in the screenshot I sent, man, he's like, honestly, yeah, bro, I listen to him at fucking work. Like, are you doing the music for it? He's like, because I know you did the opening, because I know you play ukulele. I was like, actually, I haven't done any music for it. 
But I, I assume he probably used the ukulele since I do fucking play it. But I could I could work on making our own little ditty so that way, like, I we don't have to copyright shit if it's our own. Nah, nah. Yep. And actually, I've been using, I've been using, uh... Like Newgrounds and shit? Yeah, Newgrounds free shit so that we don't have to worry about copyright infringement. But it would be best to just kind of start rotating st the shit out and uh, put our own shit in there. It's I'm... like, dude, ukulele's easy. I, all I gotta do is string three chords together, record it for about two minutes, and boom, you're good. Hell, you're you're overkilling at that point, dude. The fucking little ukulele shit that I do at the beginning is an is a minute and ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, but, but here's the thing: if he was to do it like two to three minutes or whatever, then we can just put it on the Spotify page. Yes. Just as just you know, Matt's song. Yes. I on I could even dude I could even do some songs in some midweeks. Dude, if it's just me and a ukulele, it does nothing. Needs to be really uh. Like, you don't need a whole bunch of levers and shit for that. No, no. Actually, you know what? What the fuck, uh... Why the fuck not? Let's put some, uh... Let's put some shit out. Some, uh... Yeah, we can do that too, man. Some solo shit, some collaborative shit. Like, all of us have at least some musical talent to some degree. Uh, you, of course, have the lion's share of it, but... <laughs> no, like, I, I... I try not to... <laughs> be like over prideful of how i am that's because i i'm just i'm naturally gifted at art and music it just comes it comes easy to me a bit but also i can't name you every piece on a guitar i don't give a shit about that no you're you're a practical application specialist you're not necessarily you're not a fucking specs whore practical application specialist i've never heard that but that is fucking your goddamn dictionary, boy. Fucking just rolls off the tongue. More like a thesaurus, actually. <laughs> um, a T-Rex thesaurus. <laughs> a Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. You're a dinosaur. I realized I could actually do this from my bed because my mic thing actually reaches this far over, so... <laughs> See, I, I, I like having... Because how I have it set up in our, our computer room, like, I got the light off but i have these like purple leds around the, the computer desk on and then i have a little lamp so it's like i you know like i i probably could do it from my bed or something but it's like i like it being you know like i'm going to work we made yeah. seven dollars man fuck yeah dude we have made seven dollars on some bullshit we have made $7.12 on a podcast that we didn't have nearly as high hopes for. And once I get, like, 50 fucking stickers and send y'all each, like, fucking 15, like, f sell them for five bucks a piece, because that's, that's a good sticker price. <laughs> oh, God. Well, y'all, this is actually going to be... Uh, on the record as the longest episode we've ever fucking recorded. Yeah, it's almost 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. But I was also up till like, I pretty much didn't sleep. I kind of laid in bed for two hours and then it was seven. I'm going to be up super fucking late editing this only because I screwed the fuck up and need to restart editing the other one. But, yeah, that's cool. We, we already have another episode in the bag, man. Yeah, so right. we... Honestly, bro, like... 
I, I really, like, if we're, the specific episodes we're doing that I'm looking forward to, the Stanley Kubrick one. Yes. Since you brought up Breaking Bad and you want to get into that, I am, I'm probably more passionate about that than I am Cloverfield, bro. Dude, I, I can get down on some fucking Breaking Bad. I've watched five of the seven seasons on a week-long stint. There's only five seasons. Oh, wait, no. Why did I think seven? Because they split up the last two in, like, part one and part two. Okay, that's probably it. I was say, because you were retarded. I, yeah, you retarded. I do gradually get slower with fatigue. <laughs> that is that is the word. That, that does work. <laughs> I do gradually retard. Oh, God. So, any, any fucking... Any fucking closing thoughts, y'all, before I wrap this shit up? Because I'm already looking at, like, a one in the morning uh, completion time with this. <laughs> any letters I, uh, or anything that we've done since the last episode? Nah, we don't got any letters right now, but uh, I'll let you know as soon as as soon as soon I can. Because, uh, or as soon as we get them, because I got, it, I got it basically mapped to my phone. I got, like, three different email addresses on my phone. Uh, this, like, podcast brought to you with a letter F. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> God damn it. You said that, that shit you have to edit out? <laughs> God fucking son of a... God damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, giving, I'm keeping you on your toes, so... Because you're going to slack off and like, I ain't going to listen to all that. But uh, now you have to. Oh, dude, you just you fucking wait. You're going to be laughing your ass off with how if I edit this shit. If you throw in one... <laughs> a very end sped up, I will die. <laughs> Actually, I just want Ben to censor the whole thing. Just beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Actually, that's a lot, man. If you don't... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do the flipper sound. <laughs> but yeah, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, bitches, gripes, complaints that you want to throw at us, uh, hit us up at MomentumMorons at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at MomentumMorons and... If you want to throw some money our way, we actually have two ways that you can fucking do it. Anchor.fm slash momentum-moron slash support, which is also on our About page on Spotify. And apparently we are on a Patreon uh, that I did not know of until Dalton told me about it. I'll have to put it on the Facebook page. Uh, I would just like to chime in. I fucking love your send-off. <laughs> right? He, he's got it rattled, like, really good. I was also very upset spaghetti when Dalton fucked it up. <laughs> you salty bastard. <laughs> what can what can I say? I'm not I'm not the best at improv, but you give me a minute or two to practice, I can rattle some shit rapid fire. Dude, I don't know, man. You can fucking rap pretty well though. <laughs> especially when I'm drunk. I um, can rap better. You can, especially when you're drunk. Um, also, y'all motherfuckers, uh, if you if you appreciate the glorious fucking masterpieces that uh, occasionally grace our Facebook page and whatnot, then hit this marvelous motherfucker up, uh, the metalheaded Mexican himself, Matthew Buendia, over here at Nosferatu on Instagram, and he fucking sells commissions, so hit, the, hit his ass up. And he has a literal metal in his head. That's why we call him the Metal Mexican. Fuck yeah! I, I put an, I put a sharpener up there when I was a child, and they couldn't find it. <laughs> but however, it makes sharpening pencils really easy. Well, no, man, because I, I slept on a chalkboard, and when you do that, you breathe in the chalk, and it writes all the answers in your brain, so I'm real smart. <laughs> then why did you fail fucking high school? Because <laughs> I inhaled chalk growing up. Did you not listen to the story? 